Hello my turbo sausages. this is your nitro-enhanced milk-bone host Matthew Sanborn-Smith and his high-powered pig-eared podcast, Beware the Hairy Mango. Today's story is all about designing your world to reflect your inner self. If you discover that deep down you've always been a capaid rifle, well my friend, you'd better make damned well sure your world is going to fire capades. Fire Capades by Matthew Sanborn-Smith. It all started innocently enough when Bobo Leibowitz opened Match.com on her Kindle and suddenly her apartment was on fire. Luckily, the fire department had been temporarily relocated to the apartment across the hall after the infamous Honeydew Melman incident wherein the 23rd Street Firehouse was partially disassembled and reconfigured into a sensual salad bar. No sooner did Bobo's pre-smoke detector get an itchy feeling about the hot date she was hoping to put together than the fire gang busted in with their extra-long kitchen sink hose and started throwing dozens of waterlogged Dalmatians at the flames. The poor fire, which we'll call Flamey, had been attacked mere moments after it had been born. All it could think to do was run. Luckily, the city had required fire escapes for just such an occurrence, and Flamey's instincts drew it to the escape like a moth is drawn to an even sexier moth which also happens to be on fire. The firefighters were stunned when they realized that a convenient escape route for every fire had been built into every apartment in the building. Chief, did you know about this? They cried. The chief hung her head in shame and suggested they all sit down right there in Bobo's charred apartment and write a letter to the editor. The first editor's name they found was that of the crossword puzzle editor, who soon became a staunch activist for curbing the rights of fires everywhere, but expressed his outrage so cleverly in his puzzles they spread like wildfire after it has been thoroughly domesticated. Flamey made ends meet as a sex worker for a while, or rather failed to make ends meet when people showed more common sense than they normally do in my stories and steered clear. When Flamey announced a fire sale, all my cheap-ass people fell back into character and it was on. When they had sex, Flamey delighted in shouting, FIRE IN THE HOLE! and made most of its money by offering its clients a pricey service, allowing them to escape with their lives. Most of Flamey's former Johns and Janines took the straight and narrow after that because their movements were limited. The clap was one thing, but after one night with Flamey, everything burned even when they weren't peeing. Once the fire down below died down, Flamey tried exotic dancing, which is also known as naked dancing. It would set its fire alarm to go off around 5 in the afternoon and then head out to shake it on the fire pole. Eventually, it made enough money to get a place on Fire Island and buy a fire truck in which it would drive around and pick up old flames. But Flamey's hot lifestyle could only last so long. Not only was it burning the candle at both ends, it was burning the candle in the middle and also burning down the house where the candle was kept. It went to fire school and got a job in human resources and made a name at its company for firing people. Or giving them the fire axe. Whichever one you like better. If this story quenched your flames, you can smoke it and other cigarillos at the webscape of the great grape ape, BewareTheHairyMango.com. Display your body fungus glamorously on the comments for this post, or scungili mail me, which no matter how you send it, would kind of have to be snail mail at Matthew at BewareTheHairyMango.com, or feed seven fish the meal of their lives at BewareTheHairyMango at gmail.com. Whenever we ate Fred Flintstone's pebbles, the SF and SF signal used to stand for Schleprock Finger, which smelled like Penny, Wiggy, Wooly, or the entire Bronto Bunch, depending on which finger you sniffed. Wowzy 
Wowsy Wowsy Woo Woo is the sound Schleprock made whenever any of his friends reciprocated, and Bam Bam did not have small fingers. Talk about bad luck. Laugh and the world laughs with you. Weep and you're probably following me at twitter.com slash upwithgravity. Try liking Beware the Harry Mango's Facebook page. Since it's full of stuff I repost from other people, it's probably much funnier than this crap you're listening to now. If I had a nickel for every time I asked you for a dollar, I could have asked you for 95 cents. To be on the safe side, give me two dollars through the donate button on the homepage. Where did this dime come from? This podcast eliminates noisily in the echo chamber we call a bathroom whenever company is over and there's a lull in the conversation, and maybe we shouldn't have gone with a half wall between the bathroom and the living room, though this way it is much easier to ask your guests if they have any spare napkins or tissues in their pocketbooks, and could you just stretch a little bit more and I can reach it? Maybe not stretch that much, though, or you'll see my Creative Commons attribution non-commercial share like 4.0 international license. Until your favorite Canadian power trio restores the electricity to your Toronto flat, this will binge-watch all 58 episodes of Please Don't Eat the Daisies and fill with regret the heart of Matthew Sanborn-Smith while reminding you the grass is always browner on my side of the fence. Good night.